You're listening to Tottenstown. Welcome to the Tottenstown Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. My name is Tanner Staggs, and joining me, as always, my brother Tyler Staggs. It is time to talk Week 7 football. The Kansas City Chiefs are coming to Nashville to face a Titans team that is coming off of a big win against the Buffalo Bills. And we're here to talk all about it. Um, We're going to start out with the news and headlines for this week, the injury report, all that good stuff. And then we're going to get into our general thoughts about the team. Then we're going to get into our what we think are going to be the key individual matchups of the game. And then we'll move into our typical segments, the best bets, the stat chat, and the quick hitters. But before we start that, Tyler, why don't you tell everyone how they can support the show? If you want to support the show, the main thing you can do is go check out our merch. I mean, you're wearing some of our old shirts right now. We need to get you one of the new ones. Uh, And I'm wearing the hoodie tonight, actually. Switching it up a little bit. Normally, you're the one wearing a hoodie, and I'm sitting over here in a jersey. But got this hoodie in earlier this week, actually, right before heading up to Nashville for the Monday night game against the Bills. And, you know, just wanted to show it off a little bit. This thing's comfy, keeps you warm. And, you know, I, I talked about it in our game reaction podcast and I, I said that I thought it would be really hot it's actually not too bad when it's you know even if it's not cold outside if it's kind of that middle temperature where you could be warm it, it doesn't overheat you but if you want to check this stuff out all you have to do is go to titans-time.myshopify.com slash collections slash all if you're watching on youtube you may be wondering what happened to our Bills and Titans game reaction video, why we never uploaded it. Just wanted to go ahead and give you a heads up. We ran into some problems. The SD card got corrupted. We kept trying to get everything back from it. Got to where we could see the files, but just could not get them back. So we weren't able to upload that. If you want to check it out, just go listen to the audio version of our podcast. You know, we we would really appreciate that, especially if you want to hear our thoughts on that game. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just type in Titans Time uh, or Titans Time Podcast. I'm, I think it's just Titans Time. Uh, on all the podcasts, it, it'll just be Titans Time. So just go look that up. Make sure you're following us on there for the audio version. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us some comments. We love the interaction. And coming back to everyone on YouTube, scroll down. That subscribe button, if it's red, click it. Turn it gray. Turn on the post notifications so you never miss when we upload a video. Hopefully we don't run into any more SD card problems. And leave a like on the video. That really helps us out. We really appreciate it. Share the video. Family, friends, other football fans, Chiefs fans. It's Chiefs hate week for us. Come on, come check this video out and give us your thoughts on the game. And, of course, all other fans, Titans fans, our followers, let us know your thoughts on this game. What do you think the key matchups are going to be? And what do the Titans need to do to win this game? Also, another big way to support the show is on social media. On Twitter, you can find us at Titans underscore time. On Facebook, just search Titans time. And then on Instagram at Titans time podcast. All right, Tyler, let's get into the show. Um, starting things off with the news and headlines. 
Um, I mean, it's another pretty long injury report for the Titans. But the Chiefs have a long injury report. I was going to say, too. I mean, it sort of even things out, evens things out. They've got sort of a long injury report here. Um, talk about the Titans first. Uh, the guys that are already ruled out, Taylor LeJuan, Chester Rogers, and Monty Ross. This is his, uh, the injury report as of today, which is Friday, um, October 27th. Yeah, October recording 27th. a day later than we usually do. Yeah, but um, things happen. Yeah, things happen sometimes. Um, then you've got Bud Dupree, Amani Hooker, Jeremy McNichols, and Julio Jones, who are all questionable. Um, the guys that are already ruled out on the Chiefs, the Michael Burton, Jody Fortson, and Anthony Hitchens, um, not really any key contributors there, um, but the guys that are questionable, what you'll see there is a, a little bit more of a factor if some of these guys don't play. You've got Tyreek Hill. You've got Joe Thune. I, I'm hoping I'm saying that name right. Chris Jones. Um, and then Ward. The the defensive back ward. I'm not even going to try to say his first name. Um, but <laughs> and I mean, actually, I, I think I seen something today about how Travis Kelsey is also questionable with a neck injury. Oh, I didn't even see that on uh, uh, on the injury report. Like I, said, I seen that, I believe it was on Twitter. Um, don't know why it wouldn't have been on the injury report, but you know it, it it's one of those things. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that as for the Chiefs side of things. I think Tyreek Hill will play. I think Travis Kelsey will play. Chris Jones is one of the guys that, you know, with him being questionable for them, I don't know if he'll play or not. He didn't play this last game. But I know this last game, Tyreek Kill had the same quad injury. He just stayed in the locker room for a little bit and then came back out and played. So I, I see him playing. As for the Titans, you know, if you would have told me Going back to like week one after even Kendall Lamb got just owned by the Cardinals, that Taylor LeJuan was out, I'd have been kind of questioning like, okay, what are we going to do? You know, we don't have Sam Brilo anymore. He retired. Well, but Lamb come in last week for LeJuan after he got hurt, and he played really good. His run blocking was good. His I mean, you're talking about a guy good. that I think you could probably classify as a veteran. In the yeah. NFL. I mean, so, you know, that that gives me hope there that, okay, we'll be all right without Taylor LeJuan there, especially if uh, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name now uh, for the Chiefs, who we were just talking about. Chris Jones. Yes, Chris Jones. I don't know why I blanked right there. Don't kill me, Chiefs fans. Um, if he doesn't play, then that could help the Titans. You know, that can make it a little bit easier on Lamb. Chester Rogers being hurt, that's – that's kind of a blow because we know that Batson's out for the rest of the season. Um, Dupree being questionable, um, I think he will end up playing. I think Julio will play. Um, who else was questionable that you said? Uh, Jeremy Titans? McNichols. Uh, McNichols, I think he'll play. And Amani Hooker, I think out of all of those guys, like, Yes, it would benefit us to have Julio out there, but I think as long as we have the combination of AJ and Henry or, say, Julio and Henry, as long as we have one of those top receivers out there for us, I think we would be all right. But Amani Hooker's a guy that we need to play. Yeah, because that's just an, a secondary that has been absolutely 
Just, since, since the Bills game, it's – What would you even say? I mean, right. as far as the state of the secondary there, um, I don't know if there is a word that describes how bad a shape they're in right now. Right. Um, and I think Chris Jackson, was he limited today? Or was um, he back to full? You know, you're, you're asking me questions that, that I really didn't prepare for. But um, <laughs> I got to keep you on your toes. Chris Jackson was a limited participant. But no, he was a full participant. Okay. He was a limited so participant yesterday. It, it would be it's it's good to have him back as far as corner depth and everything. Well, the same guy that you were trashing on just a couple of weeks ago. Well, so I, I was, and I still don't think that he is the best corner. But as of what we have on this team right now, a guy who's been in the system, and he does have good speed. I mean, I, I'll give him that. Which is probably more valuable than ever in the, this game that's coming right. up this and, week. And that's my point is w- we could use that speed because we were kind of banking on having Caleb Farley for that. And even if, even though he's a rookie, he he's played decent. I mean, he's not, it's not like he's come in and just been lights out. Right. You know, he's, he's getting his, he's paying his dues or was. And, and gosh, we were hoping, the Farley injury is just, I mean, that's just really setting in now, you know. And, you know, we were hoping to have his speed for when we played the Chiefs because of Tyreek Hill and some of these faster receivers that they have. And, you know, we do still have borders, and but he, he's just not as fast. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that going back to Chris Jones for a moment, I think if he doesn't play, that's going to be huge because that's a guy that – he leaves a huge hole in the center of their defensive line right there. This is a this is a team that's already not great against the run. We'll, we'll be talking about that here in just a minute, I'm sure. Um, but for the Titans, you know, this secondary is just completely beat up, and you need as many guys as you possibly can, um, whether they're a little banged up or not. I mean, you just need what you can get, honestly, because I mean. You're talking about the one strong suit, the one thing that the Chiefs are really, really good at is attacking your secondary. Right. But, and this is where things could get really interesting. If you can come in with the right game plan and execute it like all these other teams have been doing, where you drop two guys back, don't let the Chiefs have that deep ball, make them work the underneath stuff, they start getting... They start getting anxious. They want that deep shot to take the top off. They they want it, and they'll end up forcing something. And that's usually where their turnovers have been coming in. That and, for the most part, receivers, the ball is just bouncing off their hand and going into the defense's hands. But, you know, that's where – that's maybe how the Titans can offset their secondary issues right now as far as the depth guys they're getting down to is just having the right game plan, dropping two guys back, and only doing the bend-don't-break defense, essentially, and getting after Mahomes with four. And that's why I think it's important if Bud Dupree plays, because if he plays, him and Harold Landry both coming off the edge gives us a really good chance to get after Mahomes. Yeah, and I think that you can – honestly have success against this Chiefs team rushing with four, even if you don't have Bud Dupree. Um, and I think this is as good a time as any to kind of mention. But, you know, obviously we're moving on into our general thoughts about these two teams and about this matchup as a whole here. Um, 
I mean, really, this is the Titans. Like, this is their opportunity. Coming off of the big win on Monday Night Football, I mean, a Bills team that was – we talked about it so much in the reaction video. We talked about it in the preview live stream about just how great that Bills team had been playing. And the Titans really just sort of said, hey, listen, we're a part of these top teams in the AFC too. I mean, they really put themselves in that conversation by beating by beating the Bills. And this is their chance to solidify themselves this week as – one of the top teams, if not the top team in the AFC, because while this Chiefs team has had struggles early this season, there's, I mean, by the media, even by other teams in the NFL, just in general, everyone still knows that they're capable of really great things and they're still highly regarded in the league. So they are. And that's why this game is really important for the Titans because especially if they're trying to get to that number one seed. Because if they can own the tiebreaker over the Bills and the Chiefs, I mean, at this point, if you give a give the Chiefs a loss and, you know, maybe they, going through their schedule, maybe they get, they get a couple of more losses, you could possibly even keep them out of the playoffs, which would be huge. Because instead of things rolling through Kansas City like they had the last couple of years, you you completely change the dynamic. This, I mean, it. that is like almost a ridiculous thing to it, say. It like is, if you had said if you said that to someone before the season, just honestly think about this. If you said before the season, like the Chiefs uh, when they play the Titans, they're going to be sitting at what three and three, three and three. They're going to be sitting at three and three. Titans have the potential to knock them down to three and four. And honestly, at that point, especially with the Chargers in their division, at that point questioning whether or not they're going to even make the playoffs. Well, and that's the thing, though, that that kind of saves them because I'm not going to say that if the Titans win this game, the Chiefs don't make the playoffs. No, no, definitely not. But there's, a, face, there's that possibility. Let's face it. The rest of the AFC South is not good. I mean, the Colts, you could say borderline, but – Started their season, not good. The AFC East, not that good. You have the Bills. The Patriots are kind of a – this is not their year to make that push. The Dolphins, you thought that the, after last year, maybe they had the tools and everything that they needed to get back into the playoffs again this year. But really, they they haven't. So you have two divisions there. The Steelers, they're not going to make it. I'm still kind of on the fence about with how things are going with the Browns this year, with the injuries, Mayfield being out, Odell is in and out. Uh, I mean, I know they just got a big win against the Broncos last night um, as far as AFC wins. I was going to say, go. if, you, if you could call it that. Well, just as far as AFC wins. Right. But – and then you look at uh, the way the AFC West. I don't think the Raiders are going to keep going the way that they're going. I think they're going to have a deep dive off. So you could see Kansas City maybe coming back and being second, worst case in that division. Right. Yeah. I, and I mean, and, I, I genuinely don't think that they beat out the Chargers there. I think and, the Chargers are a really good team this season. And that could be enough for them to get into a wild card. Spot, right. you know, just being second in that division. So, but 
the main thing is coming back to focusing on the Titans, before the Bills game, we said there's this four-game stretch where, worst case, they need to be 2-2 two and two in this stretch. And, of course, one of those two we figured needed to be – it has to be against the Colts to just kind of wrap, maybe wrap up the division early. But if we said if you can split either the Bills or Chiefs game, we thought it would be the Chiefs game that they won. They beat the Bills. Now you're looking at it like, okay, maybe they go 3-1 and one through this. You know, the one loss being to the Rams. You know, worst case, or, you know, if they lose one. Right. And even then you're like, heck, if they beat the Bills and then beat the Chiefs, they go to this primetime game against the Rams, that could just be the icing on top of the cake there. If somehow through this stretch they win all four. Right. But, you know, I I still think it would be huge just to win three out of the four. And, you know, like I said, beat the Chiefs. That way you have the tiebreaker, and it just pushes you on up in the AFC, possibly towards that number one seed. Yeah, so, I mean, that's going to be interesting to see. Um, I mean, if they can get this one, that's huge because, like you said, it just puts them in that much better of a spot going forward. And it's honestly kind of a, a statement. I mean, if you can really knock the Chiefs down here, I mean, while they've already had a rough start to the season, it's kind of like, hey, you you were the top dog. You have been the past couple of years. But, you know, King Henry – is, is taking well, things over in the and AFC. Since you wanted to mention King Henry. Not, I mean, not yet, not yet, not, not yet. Not, oh, come not on yet. now. Um, so what, what I wanted to mention next is that, and, and this kind of plays into that, which is why I kind of am holding off the dogs there. Um, the, Monday night, the Titans were honestly able to stay in the game because of the fact that they were able to get some Good timing and potentially a little bit of luck thrown in there with their defensive stops early, and they were able to keep the Bills from really piling on the points there at the beginning. Um, You know, they were able to hold them to field goals. The Chiefs, much like the Bills, even though things did work out against the Bills, luckily, they're not a team to mess with in that type of way. You know, you can't give them those opportunities because – there's a good chance they're going to capitalize on them, especially like you used up all your good luck against the Bills. You can't let the same thing happen against the Chiefs. And the Titans this season have not, absolutely have not, been good at just starting the game, honestly, offensively. So they've got to make sure that they're ready to start strong and that they're not going to let the Chiefs just completely blow the top off of this game from the beginning because that just puts you in a situation where you have to go away from Derrick Henry, which is going to be their strong suit for this game. So they, I honestly think that they need to receive the ball first and just completely, completely set the tone for the game with a heavy Derrick Henry drive and establish, like, you, y'all do not have a good defense. You don't have a run defense that is honestly worth anything at all because they're one of the worst in the league at against the run, just show them we have the best running back probably from the past 20 years, and you're not going to stop him today. So I 
my argument to that is, as far as receiving the ball first, you just mentioned how the Titans don't start the games well. They haven't been starting well. And also, it kind of gives me um, flashbacks to the AFC uh, championship game. And because I believe Mahomes had that touchdown run right before half, and then didn't they come out and receive the ball in the second half, the Chiefs? I believe so. So uh, I'm not 100% it, sure. it, it kind of it gives me flashbacks to that, even though these aren't the same teams. Right. Uh, because I'm like, yes, that sounds good and all, start the game quick, but what happens if the Chiefs are able to go down, score, you know, score, and then you give it to them right before half, and they go score again, and then they get the ball back. So, that, I, no, don't get me wrong. You're definitely playing with fire there, and the which we'll get into this a little bit later. Um, I'm trying to think back to the Bills game. I'm wanting to say the Bills probably won the time of possession in that game against the Titans. I, I would think so. They certainly had it in the first half. So, you know. The thing that the Titans need to do to especially slow this Chiefs offense down, keep them off the field. Because if you keep them off the field, then Mahomes is going to come out feeling like he has to play hero ball when he is out there. And that's worked for Mahomes the past couple years. But this year, Mahomes does not look like Mahomes of years past. He's, He's making more mistakes, not making as good of decisions, and that hero ball is kind of catching up to him. No, so, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. And that's and, honestly one of the reasons why I'm going to say I think that you just furthered my argument even more for the Titans to receive the ball first. Because, now, hear me out. I, I'm listening. Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, whatever. Say he's, I mean, obviously, they're warming up before the game. He's ready to go. The Tennessee Titans receive the ball, and it is just an absolute Derrick Henry show. Three yards, five yards, seven yards, first down, first down, first down. And they burn eight minutes, ten minutes, whatever ridiculous number off of the clock, and then Derrick Henry scores a touchdown, whoever scores a touchdown. But they burn a ridiculous amount of time off the clock. And Mahomes has just been sitting over there this whole time. He's cold at this point. He is not not warmed up like he was pregame. I mean, they have literally let him sit over there on the bench and they have asked him, honestly. I, I get what And you're... then he comes out and he's like, okay, I've got to do something here. They just burned all of this time off the clock. You know, I, I'm down a touchdown now. And, you know, well, Roger Goodell told me we got to hit the over in this game. <laughs> like all of this different stuff. And he's like, I've got to do something. And mistakes begin to happen. So, you can make this argument several different ways. You, you, you know, absolutely with, can. That's why there's anything. honestly... Because, you know, if you think about it, say you give them the ball first, you stop them, they punt, then you have that long drive. See, too many hypotheticals in this situation. I, I but that's what I'm saying. You have all this, and then you receive the ball coming out of half, and you have that long drive, like what you were just talking about to start the game, and he's thinking, okay, now we're in the second half. We're down by this much. You get where I'm coming from? No, I absolutely see where you're coming but, from. The problem is, can you stop them on that first drive? Now, that's a gamble that it, you – I mean, you just have to weigh your risk there. 
So we've been talking about how bad the Chiefs' defense is. Right. And and they are 28th in like points allowed. They are 28th ranked in yards allowed. Going over here to their passing defense, they are 25th for yards allowed, 19th for touchdowns, um, and then getting to the rushing, which is the main thing because we just seen Derrick Henry against the number one defense against the run, number one defense in the league, right? go for 143 yards and three touchdowns. Now he gets to turn around and go against a team who is ranked 27th in yards allowed against the run, 30th in touchdowns, you know, rushing touchdowns allowed, and 30th in yards per attempt allowed. This could be, this could possibly be Derrick Henry's first 200 yard game of the season. I do have to agree with you there. And typically I'm not that type of guy that is like, you know, Derrick Henry's going to go for 1,500 yards and five touchdowns in this game. But, like, this is one of those times where he potentially could absolutely ha- – he could have a record-breaking day. I mean, what you don't want to happen is you do all of that against the number one-ranked defense and then turn around against really the – one of the bottom three probably run defenses, and they shut you down. Right. Like you, you can't let that happen because then all these MVP talks probably start going back down. You know, instead of MV King, it's, well, the Chiefs found a way to shut Derrick Henry down again. Like, no, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they are going to have a – the Chiefs defense is going to have a very long day ahead of them I think I would have to agree with you there um and the next thing that I want to jump into is um I once again want to hit hit on our cornerbacks and I don't really have much to say about this but I just want to throw out that I mean it's pretty apparent now that there's obviously not going to trade for someone and have another cornerback here well in time to play the Chiefs right but I really thought that there would be a move made here in time for hopefully someone and I know it's tough on a short week coming off of Monday Night Football, but for someone to potentially be ready here, I mean, if you're going to make – and I know they can't rush things, but this just seems like such a game. I, I honestly wish this week and next week would have been flipped to where you had time to get a guy in here because the secondary is just so beat down and it, it would have made such a difference to get a guy like Xavier Howard, who's been in the talks, in here – Get him set up to where he can play before we have to face this high-powered offense. Do you want that contract, though? You know, I just want guys who can cover wide receivers. I'm not yeah, worried but, about it. I mean, you really have to think, is it worth taking on that contract? You have Harold Landry, who's in a contract year. He's fixing to get paid big money. I mean, if he keeps going at the if rate it's he's not, going. If it's not by the Titans, it'll be by someone else. Right, that's what I'm saying. You you have all these other factors you have to kind of look at, and it's like, okay, what do we need to do? And me and you and, you know, another friend of the show, Luke, we've all talked about other possible targets that may not cost as much and that 
you know, as far as what you have to give up for them, and their contracts aren't as bad. And, you know, it's not going to be a Xavier Howard who you can put over there on a guy and be like, okay, you got him. We're, you're, you're good. Right. But it's a guy who he can come in, do his job. You can give him some help over the top. But, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm not going to rule out that they won't make a move. I have been, been seeing stuff on Twitter where they're saying that the Dolphins are really only asking for like a third round pick for Xavier Howard. And that's where it really gets because I know ESPN put out that trade scenario where the Titans give up like their first round pick this year, second round pick next year, and they get back Xavier Howard and the Dolphins second round pick for this year. I, honestly, just hear me out. <laughs> give up that first round pick because we're not we're not hitting on them anyways. Uh, right. Well, <laughs> keep and, the third because those are the guys that honestly and, get the most playing time. And, and that's an argument that a lot of people are making. But you know, it, you know, you can we could sit here and argue that all day. I would rather not. Uh, I just feel like they need to bring someone in. I don't care who it is. Just honestly, someone who just can stand out there at least because they're going to get to a point <laughs> where they don't have anyone. Right, and like I said, we could sit here and talk about what would be a good trade to go after this or that. And maybe we do end up getting into more of that, say, after this game or something like that. But right now, needing to focus on this game, and really I don't want to be sit here, sitting here recording all night long because we do have stuff we have to do tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> so, you're right. Um, and you've already told me you have a bedtime tonight that you don't need to miss, so... Uh, we're we're past it. We're past it. <laughs> um, but I do think that it's a great time to get into our first segment of the show, um, our best bet segment presented to you by DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Um, listen, I mean, you got a chance for a big, big win this week, and I'm not talking about the Tennessee Titans. Could be. Could be. Could be. But – DraftKings, once again, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They've got you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. All you have to do is use promo code TPPN. If the sports book's not available in your state, I know Alabama is one of those. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Once again, for that app, promo code TPPN. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Some general info for this game uh, before we get into our best bets. Right. Well, hang on. Before you jump into that, because I want to, I mean, this deal that DraftKings has out there. Oh, yeah, you yeah, said, yeah, for sure. You said bet $5, and if the team you bet on wins, you get... $200? In free bets, yeah. In free bets. So, I this is not betting advice. We do want to throw out that. I, I was going to say, I was going to say, the, there the, are there's some pretty, pretty sure the, the, deals here this week. I, I, must say, I wanted, I'm pulling up my DraftKings Sportsbook app right, right, right. now. I'm wanting to get on here and look. Let's go ahead and log in. And 
You have, let's see, what's a what's well, a? Well, I'm going to throw one out, and then you can grab another one after that. You, you have better the, not take mine. You have the Arizona Cardinals against and the Houston, <laughs> Houston and Texans you took mine. that are favored by 17 and a half points. The undefeated Cardinals against the 17 Houston and Texans. a half. 17 and a half points. Okay, well, look on on DraftKings, they're showing 18 points. Hey, there you go. So, you know that was that was actually the game that I was thinking of there. And then one other game is you have Matthew Stafford and the Rams going up against Jared Goff and the Lions. Goff coming back to L.A. to play them. I was talking to a guy at work today. He's a big Rams fan. We were talking about this. He was telling me that you know he thought Goff might come back for revenge. And I told him, I said, I, I just don't think it's going to go the way it's he wants absolutely to. Absolutely not. I said, I the Lions defense is nothing compared to the Rams defense. Yeah. Most of the Lions defense, Stafford has went against in practice. And, I mean, if you look at these two defenses and the quarterback that's going to be going against them, I like Matthew Stafford's odds against the Lions a hell of a lot better than I do Goff's chances against the Rams. And I told him, I said, look, going against them every day in practice, Goff may have been able to learn a few things about Ramsey. Not trying to take anything away from Ramsey. Best corner in the league, in my opinion. And, you know, maybe he knows where to throw it to to keep Ramsey from getting it. Maybe he completes a few on him. The main thing he has to worry about is Aaron Donald coming through that line. Because in practice, he's wearing that jersey where Aaron Donald can't hit him. Now Aaron Donald's sitting back there licking his chops like, I got you now. No no, no one can say No holding him. back at this point. <laughs> so they are – the Rams are 16-point favorites. That's another game. Again, not betting advice, but – I don't see either one of those teams losing this week. So take advantage of that. But and we, me and you may be able to take advantage of those – one of those games. Yeah, I mean – Completely take advantage of that because you have this opportunity here where, yeah, you may end up losing $5, but just so happens, you know, if they win, you get $200 in free bets. So it's absolutely huge there. Um, And now let's move into our best bets for the Titans and Chiefs. The Titans and Chiefs game. Uh, What can you count on for this week? The general info for the game, the Chiefs are favored last I looked by four and a half points and the total was set at 57 and a half. Sorry. That is correct. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and throw out my first one here. I'm going to say under 57.5 because I don't see this game being quite that high scoring of a game. Um, because I think, think that the Titans will try to control the clock. I'm about to say, I think you're going to say the Titans are going to try and slow this game down. But, I mean, it could be a thing where they don't really have a choice because Derrick Henry is just running up the field on <laughs> this you're Chiefs right. defense. You're right. Breaking long run after long run. Uh, the first one that I'm going to throw out there, and again, I always write down like four, just just in case. Well, you don't and, have my next one, so. And I want to make sure that I mark the ones that I say. I'm, I'm going to go with Derrick Henry over 117 and a half yards. Yeah, I think that's a lock. I'm, I mean. I would be very surprised if he ends up under that. I'm actually going to go to the app right after we get finished recording this and, and take 
take that so, because I, I didn't. Mean, I actually didn't see that it was that low. Yeah, and the odds are minus one fifteen on that. Right. Typical. So I, I'm I'm gonna go. That's one that I will be putting money on. I do have some bets going on tonight with some NBA games, hoping to win a little bit more money so that I can actually put something worth winning on this. But yeah, that's going to be my first one. Um, for this next one, I'm breaking back out the parlay cowboy. Uh-oh. And I'm throwing another parlay Uh-oh. out. Derrick Henry and Daryl Williams parlayed as anytime touchdown scores, giving you odds of plus 145. Typically, if you pick two touchdown scores, that would be a little bit sweeter there on those odds. But obviously with Derrick Henry, he's yeah, like, that, like very that, that much kind of, a, a favorite to score a touchdown. That pulls them back down. Absolutely. You, know, um, you, you might could you might have should have thrown in like maybe the Chiefs fullback or something and it, maybe then you would have hit plus two hundred odds. Um, but yeah, I mean Derrick Henry and Daryl Williams, um, plus one forty five, pretty solid there. And I, I do think Daryl he's uh, you know a little bit questionable there for a touchdown, but I do think that he'll find a way um, to sneak one in. So I do have a little bit of a lead on you right now, and I could go with some of the easier ones, like you know, even if. The Titans do control the clock. I think me and you could both agree that Mahomes is probably going to throw for over 323 and a half yards. It's likely. Against a banged-up Titans secondary. It's likely. So I'm not going to go with that one. I have two more here, and the one that I'm actually going to go with is Patrick Mahomes over half an interception. So he's going to throw an interception this game. The odds are plus 105, and... He he's had quite a few interceptions this year thrown. Again, some of those bouncing off receivers' hands. Some of them are on him. So I, I'm going to lock that in as my second one. Uh, so I'm sitting here two for eight, two out of my eight right, and you uh, with four of eight right, hitting on 50% of yours. I need to catch up this week. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but now it's time to move into the stat chat for the week, and I don't have a lot to say for this one. You've actually kind of already hit on sort of what my stat chat is about. I, I've hit on it. You've sort of hit on what uh, see, my now, stat chat has n- to do. Now, that's a little bit weird because th- this is your thing. Well, you know. I'm not trying to steal your thunder now. I I, I went a little bit easy on this one. Um, oh, come on now. I, I asked just you to because do, I asked you to do one thing. The only thing that I've got to say for this week's stat chat is that the Chiefs are giving up 143 rush yards per game in away games. Oh. Oh. And, and that's all that there is to it. I mean, this does so happen uh, to be an away game for the Chiefs. So I need to look at something here. If you want to go ahead and introduce our – Next segment, which this kind of ties into the uh, stat chat a little bit since you wanted to mention uh, how many yards the Chiefs are giving up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, On on the season, Derrick Henry, 783 yards so far. So he is, that puts him at what, uh, 217 away from 1,000 yards through seven weeks of the season. I mean, he, he could possibly end up – he could hit that. So, I, mean, I, I just wanted to throw that out there 
now you can segue us into our So this next. is going to be your bold prediction, I'm assuming, is that Derrick Henry will, will I, hit that 1,000-yard uh, mark. Here's the thing. We'll, 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 well, get, yeah, into we'll get into that. But we'll, now it's time for our quick hitters, which if you listen to the podcast a lot, you're probably familiar with. Um, keys to the game, bold prediction, score prediction. Um, let's knock out our keys to the game first like we always do. Mine, pretty easy. Get the ball first, eat away at the clock, establish Derrick Henry's dominance early on. I'm not going to say get the ball first. I am going to – piggyback off of the rest of that though and because I mean it, it's pretty simple if you want to stop the Chiefs team don't give up the big plays and control the clock keep their offense off the field so feed Derrick Henry the ball and control the clock the way that I see it absolutely I, dominate the time of possession just just like um I mean just like any other team in the NFL there's two units here that see the most time on the field. They've got their offense and their defense. I mean, they've got their special teams too, but the most time on the field is spent between their offense and their defense. There is a significant skill gap between their offense and their defense. The longer that you keep the the defense is down here, the offense is up here, the longer that you keep the worse of their two units on the field – the better chance you have of winning. Well, I mean, we've seen it last year with the Titans. They had one of the top offenses in the league, but one of the worst defenses. And it came back to bite them. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's not that hard to figure out, especially if your offense does stall out on one or two drives. Teams can take advantage of that. And now it's going to be time to get into our uh bold predictions and score predictions and as always we're trying to get our fans more involved and had a lot of interaction this week i'm going to be out of breath out of this so when it comes to our part it's going to be you giving your stuff again first all right and when i put this out there the tweets the facebook post i asked people for their bold prediction their score prediction and i just threw out there asking them how many yards do you think that derrick henry rushes for against a bad Chiefs defense. And so some of these that I have wrote down as these people's bold predictions may not actually be their bold prediction. They just may be answering that last part. Right. So I'm going to start calling these the TTP fan takes. Okay, I like that. I like that. You know, just so we kind of know. And starting this off is my amazing wife, Carrie. She gave a score prediction of 30 to 27, Titans winning. And the bold slash how many rush yards will Derrick Henry have? She says that Derrick Henry is going to rush for 250 yards. So That would that, put him in 1,000. If that's the case, that's going to put him over 1,000. Then some people from Twitter actually got back to us. Um. There, it, I'm, I'm, this one confuses me a little bit because it says Peyton, but then the Twitter handle is RealRicky96. So you see why I kind of struggled there for a minute. Uh, score prediction 30 to 17 Titans. Bold prediction Henry 150 total yards and AJ Brown 125 receiving yards. And then, and if if they end up listening to this, I'm sorry if I mess up your name. It's Stark Teak, S T R K T E A K. 
And you can find them on Twitter at SnoopyJames3. Score prediction, 37-31, Titans winning. Bold prediction, Titans defense forces three turnovers. Henry, 200 yards, rushing. AJ and Julio, over 100 receiving yards. So, Titans offense having a field day. Right. And, I mean, defense is too. Then, hopping over to our Facebook comments. We have Julie Yokely. Am I saying that right? I see you, Jules. Throwing out a little (laughs) prediction for this game. Uh, Saying 28-21, Titans winning. And I'm going to say that she was just saying how many rush yards Henry would have. 200 yards. Then brother-in-law Thomas Peterson says 31-28 Titans. Bold prediction, or may just be answering about Henry's yards, 120 yards. Tannehill, 280 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. And then Brian Newton, and he didn't put this in his comment, said that he is hoping that he is dead wrong on this. Score, 34-27 Chiefs. Bold prediction, Chiefs hold Henry to 103 yards. That'd be impressive for that defense. It would. would. And then Spencer did send us a text letting us know his stuff. Score prediction, 33-27 Titans. Bold prediction, Tannehill throws for 325-plus yards with three touchdowns, and the Titans defense gets two interceptions. He's going to hate my bold prediction. Uh Uh-oh. He's going to hate it. Uh-oh. So now, let's get into yours. Yeah, so my score prediction and bold prediction, I have a Titans win 27-23. Once again, don't think it's going to be that high scoring of a game. Um, honestly, looks like I'm looks like I'm sitting pretty close to you there, Jules. You got 28-21. I got 27-23. Not too far off. Um, and then my bold prediction is that Tannehill will have under 200 passing yards. Because Derrick Henry is just going to be Because it's so just going to be Derrick Henry. I mean, honestly – you could even throw in a little alternate there that Derrick Henry will have more rush yards than Tannehill will have pass yards. Ooh. Man, that – because, see, this is where I start thinking about things in my mind, like maybe the Titans really want to throw this Chiefs defense off. Like the Chiefs know how bad their run defense is and know how good Derrick Henry is, and they're just going to sell out to stop them. Titans are just going to keep hitting them with play action and <laughs> – Tannehill's going to have a day, like 500 yards. Well, that seems to be what Spencer's banking on. (laughs) So, I'm going to go with um, score prediction. I'm going to say 30-28 Titans winning. And bold prediction, I'm going to stay away from the Henry stuff. I've been staying away from it this year, and... So far, he's been doing really good. Don't want to jinx you, that. You can't start. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to mess that up because I banked on him so many times last year and then turn around, have a bad game. I, I don't want to do that. We need him to have a big game this Sunday. So I'm going to go with. Uh, <laughs> Bud Dupree. A lot of times we have these written down before the show. I I, I know, but I again, I really wanted to go with the Henry stuff. 
You, and, you absolutely can't. It's honestly I, I, I know. It's become a thing I, at this point. You have to stay away as long as he's having great games. <laughs> I, I know. That's what's, that's what's killing me here. Um, Bud Dupree is, you consider two sacks for him bold enough? I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, he does he have any on the year? All right, I'll give it to you. I'll no. give it to you. Uh, no, no, it, no, no, it, no. Look, uh, it, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Harold Landry has been the guy getting the sacks. Uh, I mean, if I'm going to say that I'm a guy that listens to the stats and goes off the stats, he doesn't – Bud Dupree, if he has any sacks this season, it's not a lot. I, I will have to give you that, actually. All right, I, I do want to look it up here just to uh, just to see – and if if my phone will cooperate here, I am okay. It's weird how they are doing that. Um, I I don't believe he has any sacks. Yeah, I don't. I didn't year. think that he did. So I I, I am going to give you that. Um, because that would like be way above his total for the season. Just in one game, so there you go. Uh, all right, well, I, I'll go with that. All right, I'll give. It I to mean, you. I'm going to take it back if you get it right, but I'll, no, I'll give it to you. no, because see, I was so close when I had that one with Harold Landry. Yep, and that that did almost push me. Like with how close I was to Landry's, that did almost push me to putting out a bold prediction for Henry. But I, I'll be, I'll stay good on that. Yeah, you got to stay away from it. Um, that's all I've got for this week's show. Do you have anything else to add before we end it? I, I don't. I mean, just hoping for another Titans win. Me too. Me too. Uh, I, I honestly, I should have stuck with predicting them to lose because that's kind of been my thing is predicting it, it, them to lose. It really them to has. Win. And we need Nissan Stadium rocking again, like it was on Monday night. Well, that's all you, big guy. You, you're the I season mean, ticket holder. So. <laughs> I'm just saying. For any fans that are watching this that will be at the game, let's keep that same energy up because that energy is what we need to really create that home field advantage. And we need to get more Titans fans in there. And the Titans are doing their part. They gave their season ticket members chances to find seats for other Titans fans, and they get them at the season ticket member price. That's awesome. So... And I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter looking for seats and other season ticket members getting it for them. We've put out there, hey, you know, my wife, she put on her Twitter. We're season ticket members. If you're looking for a seat, send me a message. We'll try and get something worked out. There you go. So let, let's now, do it. Now the people of, on the podcast know. So yeah, there it is. This has been – hope. Well, First of all, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. This has been Titans Time, and as always, tighten up. <laughs>